The Cambridge Dictionary defines the verb grace as being in a place and making it look more attractive. Well, that's the thing about parenthood. Sometimes it's the last thing you think when you hear that word. But to us, for something to be beautiful, I mean truly beautiful, it has to be imperfectly perfect. There is no right way to be a parent. There is only doing it to the best of your ability. And that is what we define as growing with grace. Welcome to our podcast. Well, hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast, our first ever recording of an episode. We'll see if there's ever a secondary or third, but let's start with introducing ourselves. My name is Kiana, and I don't know if I'm like considered the founder, but it was originally my idea. And Tyla and I decided that this was something that we would like to do together and produce for the world to join in on our wild and out conversations. So a little bit about my family. I'm a family of four. I have a daughter, Grace, namesake after the show. She is going to be 11 this year and a son, Jack. He just turned five in April and a husband, two dogs and a cat. We live in Woodstock and I am a part-time realtor, full-time stay-at-home mom. Ty, you want to introduce yourself? Hi guys, my name is Tyla. Um, as you already know, uh, Kiana said we started this podcast together and we have to give all of the credit where the credit is due, which Kiana gets the credit. This was totally her idea. Um, I'm here to give my insight as a mom. I definitely feel like I have a little bit of imposter syndrome because I am a new mom. I am a mom of one and I have a little boy. His name is Jeffrey and he's 10 months old. I'm married to my wonderful husband, who is Jeffrey as well. He is Jeffrey Stephen, and my son is Jeffrey Thomas. And I work full time, and my son goes to daycare. So I work in the aerospace industry as a configuration manager, which maybe another time we'll talk more about jobs and careers and what we do. But for now, I think that's all you need to know about that. We have a dog named Stark, and he was my first baby. I think that's really all that there is about me for now. I I feel like that's a good start on us. Uh, We are a little bit of background between the two of us. We are self-proclaimed best friends, blood sisters, if you will. Maybe one day we'll share the story on that. But we're first cousins, and oftentimes it feels in a crazy blended family that we're more sisters than anything. We spend a lot of time on the phone, like hours, sometimes four to five hours a day, and sometimes not saying anything at all. But our conversations always take a turn somewhere in a direction. We feel like there's really a lot of value to be with the conversations that we have. And there's a lot to take away from the lessons that we've learned. And we're still continuing to learn. Hey, you know what? Maybe there will be parts of this show that we don't cut out because like, we want to be real with you. We're moms. We have, there may be a dog barking in the background. There may be a baby crying. There may be a, the the occasional guest appearance of a husband. We're real people just like you. And as much as we'd love to have like a mute button for our significant others and our children. Our lives. How about a mute button for our lives? Wouldn't that be something? I just want to pause. Sometimes I'm not going to lie, like maybe this is a mom hack, but when I need to shut everyone out, I just put the AirPod Pros in 
turn the volume up and walk away. I pretend like I don't even speak the same language. <laughs> Must be nice. I, I don't have prose, so. I just, I just mouth the words, I can't hear you. When, when the kids are asking, can I have a snack? Can I have a water? Can I have a bar? I'm like, can't hear you. I can't just, it's like, it's like when you find someone they don't want to talk to you, they pretend like they don't speak your language. Sorry, it's not me. It's got to find someone else. I'm like, there's, I know there's another adult in here that you can speak to. That's not me. That can help you for sure. He's somewhere around here. I promise. Look that way. Not, not over here. Well, other than that interruption, I feel like our podcast is kind of going to consist of mostly the two of us. Maybe eventually we'll have people who want to actually show, come on our show and talk. But for now, I feel like it's more of just people getting in on the conversations that you and I have with each other and just kind of sharing with the world what our lives actually are. I do think that it's a good idea for us to continue to delve into more about our families and how our day-to-days consist of. We're more than just family of four or a family of three with dogs. There's so much more that goes on behind the scenes, especially when you're you know, raising a 10-month-old who's getting ready to crawl or Grace, who's now 11. And gosh, she's like on the cusp of puberty, has probably has one foot in, one foot out. And then Jack, who's five, getting ready to officially go off to school, which is kind of why I felt like this is the perfect time for me to really delve into something that was constructed for me, but around them, if that makes sense, talking about our journey together, I guess, from the very beginning. And I I think it's exciting too, with the name being growing with Grace, because as Tyler can attest, Grace was the first baby for all of us. I was a really young mom. I was a teen mom and I'm still married to my high school, high school sweetheart. We, We met in freshman year of high school and we had a child in high school and we were still together almost 11, 12 years later with an 11 year old and a five year old and a house and careers and still going strong, which I think that's, we all kind of grew up together, which is, is, is fun to kind of reminisce and go back to the days where like 10 year, 11 years ago, like, where were we? I remember I was giving birth to Grace and Tyler was standing outside the window at the hospital because they wouldn't let her in. They only allowed a certain amount of people in and she was standing outside. Do you remember? Oh, I remember. Oh, I remember. We were standing outside. You want to finish the sentence? (laughs) Yeah. So um, Kiana went into labor and I got to the hospital as fast as I could. Obviously, I dropped everything and we were waiting for a little bit. um, Me and my cousin, Brandy, who's Kiana's sister, And uh, I remember it was fall. So in Connecticut, New England, fall can be hurricane season. We don't really get real hurricanes here, but we basically get like rainstorms and, you know, heavy rain and thunder lightning, those sorts of things. So anyways, it was Hurricane Earl. I remember this very vividly. And I'm kind of a weirdo. If you don't know me personally, I'm sure that will come out in this podcast. My, I like to like make people laugh. That's a good time for me. Like the people around me are laughing and having a good time, then I'm having a good time. Um, so I came up with this like little chant that went, it's Hurricane Earl and we're having a baby girl. It's Hurricane Earl and we're having a baby girl. And that's what I just kept singing over and over again. And then sure enough, a baby girl was born. But when Kiana actually started going into active labor and started pushing, like she said, they only allowed like, I mean, they allowed a lot of people in the room. I think she had probably like five people at least. Okay. That's a whole nother story in itself. Like they, at the time, the protocol only said three people and out of nowhere, 
my dad drove up and barged yeah. in. Well, so you had ugh. you had yeah, her husband's mom, her mom, her dad. Was Brandy was in the room, right? Nope. Oh, it was just Nick. Nick is my husband, so it was just my husband, uh, my mother-in-law Maria, my mother Stacia, and then literally like as Grace is entering the world, my father busts in and a nurse steps in front of him. And she's like, excuse me, this man here is claiming that he is the father of the patient. And I was like, she's like, do you mind if he comes in? And literally she's like, hold it and push. And I'm pushing. And I'm like, lady, I don't, I don't, I don't even care who's in the room. Let everybody in the room, let nobody in the room. I don't got time to talk to you. We are bringing a child into this world. Like the last thing I can do is I just, I just yelled, like, I don't care. Like, just stop talking to me. And my, so my dad popped in the room, but at the time, I think you were standing, were you still standing outside of the window? So I was out, I ran outside of the hospital. And so the way that Kiana's hospital was set up is the labor and delivery rooms were on the first floor of the hospital. And maybe one day we'll talk about like our labor and delivery and the hospitals and all that. Cause my hospital was not like your hospital. It was like old and dirty. I honestly, I just remember that place being like a dungeon, but anyways, Bacon Bowl is much nicer and you can actually see outside the windows which maybe that's a privacy issue because I literally was kind of like a peeping Tom <laughs> and was like walked right up to the window and like I could look through the blinds and I mean I couldn't see it but I could see it and let's just say I saw my niece come into this world um from the window from the outside so maybe Day Kimball should put up some like privacy screens or something but then you wouldn't be able to like look out the window which was my experience we literally like all of the walls were they had that like privacy film on them. And I just remember like on the, yeah, my husband, Jeff, the entire time was like, Oh, can't get any light in here. There's no natural lighting. This place is a cave. He, I think he was probably more miserable during the labor and delivery than I was, but that's a story for another time folks. Yeah. So it's kind of funny how they take it differently. Husbands. Yeah. How like you feel like, I know you're like, I'm listen, listen, (laughs) I'm the one doing it. What do you, you just got to be there? Show up. I mean, Nick did. Nick did do a little more than just show. Nick actually gowned up and caught Grace. He was the first person to grab her. You should have seen his eyes. I was how old was I officially? I was like I was 16 when I found out I was pregnant. But I think I had her when I was 17. That was almost 11. This September is going to be 11 years ago. If you would have told me 11 years ago that in 10 years from now I'd be where I am, I would. I don't think I would have believed you. I was 17, and you know having a brand new baby and god the odds were not they were not with me I feel like they still aren't but it was we we, we've had quite some adventures between then and now to get us to here I mean we all have and um Kiana and Nick are really amazing people they're amazing parents um they were there for me when Kiana especially was there for me when I needed a mom the most um even though she's only a year older than me, uh, she's definitely somebody who I look up to as like a motherly figure, which is probably, you're probably like, wait, she's a year older than you. How is that possible? She's always been somebody, you have always been somebody that's very nurturing, very like, I don't want to use the word mother hen. Cause that just sounds like you're kind of like running around, like people around. So not so much mother hen, but just like, you've just been like taking care of everybody. Like what's another animal mama bear I feel like I was the constant like I was the and that's kind of I I was the one thing in our life or not just one thing but 
the one thing that was really constant in our lives was our relationship and our connection between us kids, between basically us three girls, me, Tyla and Brandy, but Tyla and I, because we're so close in age, kind of connected on a different level. You know, we went through everything literally together and Tyla was an only child on her dad's side. So I was often just scooped in with her and her dad because her parents were separated. So whenever her dad would take her, he'd just automatically take me and we would just be always, always be together. So I think that that was another yeah. thing, but it, it was more of a, um, my, our parents had us young too. And I think that that's important for the listeners to understand that like, there's definitely a generational thing about how, like, you know, when you have kids young, you're bound to have them, your, your kids are bound to have young kids as well. But I was really hoping to change the tides with that. And I didn't necessarily change them in a way that like, I still had kids young, but I definitely wanted to be the person that I felt like needed to have needed to be there to, to keep everyone grounded, to keep everyone in reality and in check um, when things would get wild, because maybe we'll touch on it a little bit and on the chaotic nature of our family and how things have gone awry and come to where we are today. But it's, it was definitely something that we kind of had to grow up quick and figure out. I mean, I remember being like five years old and my dad teaching me the, you know, the give a man a fish. He eats for one day, teach a man a fish. He eats for a lifetime. And that was something that he really instilled in me and my, uh, all of us really, even you, Ty. And I mean, I mean, there are so many things that I can think about your dad and like, so there's, Sean's dad is a very interesting man. Maybe one time we'll talk about like childhood traumas and how those traumas have maybe have been good and bad. But I can remember um, one of the homes that Kiana lived in when she was a kid. Oh, that's another thing too. The both of us, our families moved a lot. Like Kiana's family managed to pretty much stay in the same town, Woodstock, Connecticut. But I, on the other hand, I changed public schools, I think 11 times before seventh grade, which is crazy. Like now that I have a kid, I can't, I cannot even imagine that for them. Um, but it's okay. I turned out just fine going with this story about the teach a man to fish and he can eat for the rest of his life or however that goes. Um, I can remember one of the homes that Kiana lived in when, when we were kids, uh, there was this giant wooden fortress you can't even call it like a tree house it was a fortress like built into the woods I'm like remembering this I'm like am I making this up in my head like no this this existed it was literally a fortress out in the woods that these people built and as like a child it was the coolest thing ever actually as an adult right now reminiscing on it I'm like man that was really cool but anyways it was almost medieval. Like it had like spikes at the top and it was, it was definitely, it was probably the size. It was probably roughly the size of like what half of a ranch house would be. So probably like 500 square feet. I feel like it, was bigger um, than that. it was, it was taller. It was it, two stories, but it, but it didn't have a roof, but it was definitely like, it was definitely, it, it was built like a castle. Imagine like if you watch game of Thrones or if you watch like the last kingdom, which I just got done watch, binge watching that on Netflix and it's amazing. Oh, we should they so have, have an episode on our favorite shows. Yes. We and dive into how much we are nerds. <laughs> yes. But a lot of the villages and like the last kingdom, they have like the actual just like trees built up and you know it's like spiky on the top to try to keep like people out, the Vikings, I guess. Um anyways, so that's what this thing looked like if you can picture that in your head. And I can remember and, and it was definitely a little janky like 
I don't know if like maybe young children should have been playing on it, but we were probably not. And I remember Kiana managed to like, I think it was you, maybe I'm getting people mixed up, but you climbed up this thing and you got stuck and you were freaking out and you're like, I can't get down. And your dad was like, you got yourself up there, figure it out and get down. And that was one of those lessons where it sounds really harsh, but I think as parents, like we have to teach our kids to be independent and that sometimes things in life are hard but you have to try and you may fail. Hopefully that failure does not lead to a broken neck, but chances are it won't. And you'll be just okay if you just try to do something. Um, I'd like to just have a little disclaimer in there after we just talked about you being like, I a hundred percent agree with you. and, And that's kind of how I parent as well. However, we're not professionals. We are not, we don't know it all. I mean, I feel like, well, I've got an 11 year old, so I'm pretty accomplished in keeping her to keeping kids alive to 11. I can't tell you, um, you know, moving forward or driving a car, gosh, but I, we're not professionals and that's not what this show is about. It's not about telling people how to mother. It's about telling people how we mother or we parent and we just be as people, as, you know, spouses, as friends, as family to just kind of shed light on something that's not seemingly perfect you know from the outside looking in Facebook social media all of that stuff can give you the impression that things are always just so they're so neatly put together and that's just not the case so I just want that to be a known and a premise and a disclaimer like we don't know it all we know actually close to nothing but what we do know is the experiences we've been through and we can tell you how we got there how we got out of it and how we're moving forward from it or, you know, vice versa. And that's all. I I just wanted to add that in there while you're like, we hard parent, (laughs) we do hard parent. Yes, but we're not perfect. So don't, um, we're not, we're no way telling you to let your kids just figure it out all the time because sometimes they do need help, but I think it's a good lesson. Yeah, I agree. Most of the time. Um, Do I agree? I don't know if I agree. So that's the thing like between us. And that's why I think we have a good podcast because we don't always agree. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm trying to like think, I'm like, should I argue with you on our first podcast? So, I mean, I would put the disclaimer out there that we are not professionals. Uh, Like there's no such thing as a professional parent. I'm sure there are people out there who write books and like, they probably have a pretty good idea of what they're talking about. And that's fine. But like Kiana was saying, People are different. Everybody's different. Every kid is different. People respond to things differently. So I wasn't really trying to say like, you know, you got to be tough on your kids and that's going to make them strong, independent individuals and productive citizens of the United States of America. No, but just more of, I guess, just like a lesson that that's how we were raised. We definitely were raised like you got to figure it out provide survival of the fittest true that's maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't that bad but no I mean yeah by not that bad do you mean like a dad leaving like a little kid home alone and then her wandering down the road getting picked up by a police officer wondering why she was alone then dad coming home five minutes later checking in to remember that he had forgotten the one child that was home by herself (laughs) now this is not where I thought you were going with that I thought you were going to say do you now do you um I forget how you started that, but you were like, dad, leaving kid at home, oh, no. a few hours old, <laughs> oh, left no. on the couch, 
in the dot. Oh no. We'll talk about that. <laughs> he wasn't alone. You were in the house. It's totally different. I was sleeping. Um, yeah, I don't, maybe we should give some more details on that. <clears throat> when we had come home from the hospital. Um, okay. Hang on. Hang on. So the first, the first, what I was explaining was my father, Dale, leaving my sister Brandy home. She was, she was home from school. She had a doctor's appointment. He totally forgot that she was home and he is scatterbrained. That's one of the many things that he is. And he left the house forgetting that she was at the house because she normally isn't. And then like halfway to his destination, he realized I'm missing something. (laughs) And it was, it was Brandy. So he turned around to go get her. And at that point she had decided that or figured out that she was alone and she needed to solve the problem. So she was going to walk. Now, again, Tyla had mentioned, we've, we've mostly always lived in Woodstock. So she was young school age, but barely probably like five or six. And she was walking her way to our grandmother's house. And that's when she was immediately, she was not even barely out of the driveway and she was picked up by a police officer. Very dangerous. It's awful. But that, that was the scenario. So I I was not talking about Jeff. I was talking about my own (laughs) father, Dale. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's a little bit crazy. Well, that's definitely more crazy than my story. My story is this. We came home from the hospital with our newborn baby who was roughly 28 hours old. And I had not slept in probably close to three days straight. Um, and I just really needed to take a nap. So Jeff was like, go take a nap. I've got the baby. Everything is fine. So I don't even know how much I actually did nap because I was still just so strung out. But I went in my room and I closed the door and turned the air conditioner on. I gave birth in July. It was hot. Anyhow, yeah, when I was napping that day home from the hospital, he just decided to take a stroll around the block and left the baby on the couch in the dock tot by himself. Well, I mean, I was in the house, but I was in a different room. So I was like, oh my God, you cannot do that. Kind of freaked out. We might have to clip this out. I don't know if my husband's going to want me to tell the world about his uh, parenting mishaps. But that's the thing, right? Like that's like, I mean, I mean, I definitely think you should get his permission first. However, that's kind of what's perfectly imperfect about this, right? That's kind of what, what we're going for is we're not perfect. And we've had those moments where we're like, oh my gosh, hand to face, like what is going on? What are we going to do? You know, we've, we've all been there. So I think that that's something that I think it adds spice to our conversation and it might make the readers want to keep listening because we're real and they probably have a hand to face moment as well. Just like that. Oh, for sure. I mean, I don't know that I've had any crazy mom moments. I mean, I bump my kid's head on things like on a daily basis. Like I either whack his head off of like the door frame, the car, when I'm getting in and out of his car seat. But I mean, I don't think I've had anything yet. I'm sure I will. So keep listening because there will be stories when I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I did that. And every time that I've judged parents for doing whatever the things that they've done, this is karma. And I think that's a thing too. I was actually listening to another podcast this morning and they were talking about how it's really important to not judge other parents, other moms, especially, but it's kind of one of those things where you do it almost automatically as a defense mechanism, because you're like, I have to judge that mom before she judges me. So you form this like prejudgment, but it's not nice. And we all have to work on being better at that because 
we've got to raise each other up and support one another and respect the fact that we can parent differently and that's okay. Like, I'm sure there will be times where Kiana and I do not agree on things. That's already happened so far in this episode. And I think the important part is to, it's okay to disagree, but to respect each other still. Yeah, I think that that's really important. And that's kind of what is special about us too, is that I feel as though a lot of the mom podcasts that I listen to, a lot of them do kind of feel similarly on things. And I think you and I can have a healthy disagreement and kind of look at it from different point of view and kind of say to ourselves, okay, well, I remember you had that moment. You're like, oh my God, like when Jeff left the baby, you're like, this is like the worst thing ever. He's the worst. And I'm like, no, he's not the worst. Like you've, you've been parents for literally like 0.5 seconds. He, you were still in the house. You, he, the baby was not harmed he can't really move when he's that young, you know, what lesson learned, you know, and and luckily everything was fine and he was healthy and all of that. But at the end of the day, you know, we, we kind of come to those points and we're like, okay, so put it in the back of your mind. This is how we're going to move forward from this. This is what we're not going to do anymore. And it's funny because you were like, I don't want to, I don't know if I want, if Jeff's going to want me to blast him on our first episode of this podcast. But I think there's, there's some humbleness in that, right? Like teaching us that yep, we definitely don't know it all. You know, we, we know next to nothing. And if we're going to pretend like we do, then we're de- we definitely shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, nobody's perfect. And we all say and do things that maybe we're like, oops, shouldn't have done that. Uh, I have that tendency, especially. So if you already know me, follow me on any social media platforms. You know, I kind of have a big mouth. Um, Jeff's gotten me into trouble a little bit in the past, but uh, I feel like I've gotten a little better over the years. I try to kind of be calm most of the time. I think like being on this podcast will hopefully reel me in a little bit because I'm having people listen to me. I should probably be more kind with my opinions that I, but do you feel like people are are not listening to you already? Oh no. People love to listen to me. I don't mean, and I don't mean to be cocky, but listen, I get, I get a lot of people. I get people who love me. I get people who hate me. I get she gets the reactions. That's true. I, get, I can vouch for that. She gets the reactions yeah. and I get the phone call of why did I do this? Sometimes I feel like you just crave that yes. negotiation factor. You crave the spice. I like controversy. Like your favorite. I like controversy. I like arguing. Sometimes I'll argue with people that I agree with. I literally agree with their opinion but I just want to argue because I think See, and I'm fun. like the exact opposite. I do not like controversy. I, I do, however, make it a point to, to not be in a room with everyone that thinks the same. And I think that that is something that we're kind of similar in, you know, and where we differ a little bit too, is that like, you know, especially with what's going on in the world today, we don't always agree on everything that's happening, but we definitely respect the fact that there are other people who have different opinions and ideas. And it, it's important to understand that you know, everyone is entitled to that. And, and that's what's, that's what hopefully will make this podcast exciting is that we don't agree. Um, but we have some insight on how to get through it and, and what to do. So mostly we can go into roughly what these podcasts are going to be about. We're going to have topics of discussion that we're going to go through. And I think there'll be a few tangents where we'll go off and figure out how to podcast, but 
we are going to kind of go over topics with you guys. And if you'd like, you can always request a special topic. I know that our intention is to have at least a few set up for you guys. So that way we have a role for you to go through and you don't just have one episode to listen to and then want more. So you can get a real feel of this and we can get a real feel of what podcasting is. Another thing that I'd like to incorporate into our episodes is at the end of the episodes, I'd like for us to share a moment of grace. And that word is... So it's, it's funny because I made the intro to this and, and I shared it with Tyla and she was like, you know, you said the grace is a verb, grace is a noun. And I was like, no, Tyla, like there's many states of grace, right? Like there's so, there's so, even that in itself is a loaded phrase, but we intend to use the word grace, not only as a pun on Grace Rose, my daughter and the girl who made us all somewhat parents 11 years, almost 11 years ago, but also a moment of humility and for us to understand that even though it's not even though we're not doing it perfectly or maybe even right we're doing it gracefully and that's kind of the point of this podcast and what we're talking about so I'd like for us to share a moment of grace that we've had or, or even given grace ourselves to someone else given someone else grace um, in the conversation maybe our kids maybe our husband maybe each other who knows but yeah that's that's our intention for all of it I'm really excited to dive into this though. I'm, I'm excited to get to the other episodes and kind of have more of a, an idea and a feel for you guys for what we're really going to have going on in the podcast. So what was your moment of grace this week or today? You know, I've, I've had quite a few of them. And as I was creating the intro, I was sitting on my beautiful oasis that I created myself. And I was like, you know, I have now in the last couple of weeks, I've really given myself, given myself like grace to be able to really be more than just a mom. And I, it, it's funny because I remember when, before I even had Jack, this was something, I don't know if you remember me telling you this Ty, but I had said, you know, sometimes I, I catch myself feeling like I'm more than just a mom. Like, like a mom is like being a mom is a, a huge part of my identity. Don't get me wrong, but that's not who I am. If that makes sense. Like I am a mom, but that's not who I am. Like I'm, I'm Kiana and I, I've been a mom for, you know, even as a child, at 16, 17. And I think maybe that might be what this pot, what I started this podcast for is to give myself, you know, an outlet to really allow myself to be more than just a mom. And it's funny because the podcast is about motherhood and all of the things in between, but I am just now getting to the point where our family's complete. We have boy and a girl. We are more than happy with them. They're great. They're six years apart. So they're, they can do things independently. Jack is just now getting into, he'll be in kindergarten this fall. He's in halftime preschool now. And I'm able to really dedicate time to myself where I get to do what I want to do, which is something I haven't done in over 11 years. So here we are recording podcasts and I'm cycling and I'm, you know, door oasis on my porch that I've decided is going to be like my haven to hide from everything and everyone with my AirPod pros while I pretend like I can't speak English when my kids are asking me for snacks. (laughs) So I guess that's my moment of grace that I'm creating this for my, I'm creating this podcast for a legacy, but I'm doing it for myself. And every step along the way is another step in the right direction towards me. I think that's really nice. I think that that's important too, to just take time to recognize all of the hard work that you've put in over the years as a mom and that like this can be your time now it's your time to shine what about you what about your moment of grace yeah so I was thinking as I asked that question I was like 
oh no, she's going to ask me what mine is. And I was like trying to like listen to you and also think at the same time, which is a hard thing to do. And then I was like, you know what? Don't overthink this. Um, so here's my moment of grace. So my husband is in the military and I'm sure this will be an episode that we'll talk all about. Um, he's actually away right now for some training down in Florida. So I've been on my own with our 10 month old for, is it exactly a week? Today's Monday, right? Today is Monday. Yes. Yeah. So, so last Monday I dropped my husband off at the airport in the morning. So yeah, I've made it now officially eight days with just me and the baby. And there are moments when it's really hard, but then there are moments or in those moments that are really hard. I've tried to just remind myself to like, calm down. It's okay. The baby may need something. He may be crying. Yeah. That like, it's okay. Like I don't need to, every time I use the bathroom or have my coffee in the morning, like feel like I'm rushing or rushing my pee out because my baby needs me. Like the baby will be just fine when he's put down somewhere for a few minutes. So my grace has been to just be kind to myself in those moments and to realize that I'm not a superhuman and I, I can do this, but it's going to be hard. And there are going to be moments where I'm going to feel upset or sad and then that's okay. You're going to do so good. And, and that's another thing that I think adds spice to our podcast is that we're at very different stages of motherhood. Like I'm coming, I'm going to say coming out of it. Cause Jack's five. I'm still, I'm still in the thick of it with you there. Right. Like I'm still doing all the things and we still have quite, quite a many years to go forever until they're always going to need me. I know it, but <laughs> the point is you guys are just starting your family. You have JT and you'll probably end up adding more to your family or you're still in the process of figuring out what your complete family feels like and looks like for you, which is exciting. And I think that that I can't wait for us to explore those things. And hopefully we'll still be doing episodes when you get to add to the family and we'll get to talk about pregnancy and motherhood all over again. And we can do some more birth stories and birth plans. And yeah. And that, I think that's probably going to be that to kind of circle back to the beginning of like why we started this podcast. So it's so interesting because like before I was a mom, I had no interest in mom things. I remember there was a podcast that Kiana really liked and she tried to get me to listen to it years ago. And I was like, I listened to a few minutes of the episode and I was like, I have nothing in common with these people. This just does not resonate with me at all. And then I remember when I found out I was pregnant and I started like listening to more moms. I started following more people who were moms. And now if you in now if you look at like my feed, it's all moms. And I actually started listening to that same said podcast again this morning, today, um, while I was mowing my lawn. It's um it's other moms who are also doing a they they have a, a very successful podcast. And I think I like it. I think I'll continue to listen to it. And I think going back back to what I was why I was saying that was because the reason why I'm excited to do this podcast is because there are a lot of aspects of motherhood, um, especially being a new mom, that I'm so excited about and that I really want to share with you all. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks so much, guys. We'll catch you next time.